Amazing Wildlife, the educational series dedicated to the wonders of the animal kingdom. On this episode, travel to the island nation of Madagascar. Learn about the iconic and recognizable native, the ring-tailed lemur. The top predator of the island is the sleek and fast Fusa. One of the most unique lemur species, the bizarre and fascinating Ai. Featuring the world's most fantastic animals, amazing wildlife. In the Western Indian Ocean, just 250 miles from the east coast of Africa, lies the fourth largest island in the world, Madagascar. Like many of the islands to the east of the Indian Ocean, Madagascar is also home to its own unique members of the animal kingdom, animals found nowhere else. The most common and perhaps most famous exclusive resident of this island nation, the lemurs. Lemurs are part of the primate family known as prosimians. Prosimians are distinguished from other primates, such as apes and monkeys, and include lemurs, lorises, and bush babies. Lemurs are the most endangered primates in the world. In fact, they are the most threatened group of mammals on the planet. Currently, 95% of lemur species are at risk of extinction. There are more than 100 species of lemurs, including the red rough lemur, the mongoose lemur, the mouse lemur, which is the smallest primate in the world, the indri, the safaka, and the ii. However, the most recognizable and well-known of the species is the ring-tailed lemur. Ring-tailed lemurs are typically gray in body fur with white bellies. They have a dark gray head, a white face with dark triangular eye patches and a moist black nose, and of course, the recognizable ring tail. Males weigh up to six pounds, while females are slightly smaller. Ring-tailed lemurs live in southwestern Madagascar, and while they are widely distributed across the arid, open areas and forests, some of the hottest and least hospitable forests in the country, ring-tailed lemurs are found in only a few protected areas. Lemurs are highly social animals, living in large groups, sometimes totaling as many as 30 individuals. These social groups are led by a single alpha female who dominates all other males and females. Female lemurs will live in the same family group their entire lives, while mature males will migrate from group to group. Their hierarchy among ring-tailed lemur females is not always consistent through birth, however, and daughters of the alpha female do not always assume the rank of their mothers. A group of lemurs is sometimes called a conspiracy, a troop, or a mob. Though all lemurs spend much of their lives in the treetops, where they move quite easily, often jumping from branch to branch, they also venture down to the ground to collect food. Due to the harsh climate they live in, ring-tailed lemurs feed on a variety of vegetation, including fruits, leaves, flowers, bark, and sap. They will also eat the occasional invertebrate they may uncover while foraging. The ring-tailed lemur spends more time on the ground than any other species. Up to 50% of their day they may be found on the forest floor where they walk on all fours using both their hands and feet. The most distinguishing feature of the ring-tailed lemur is of course their two-foot-long tail that is marked with 13 distinct alternating white and black bands. While traveling, ring-tailed lemurs will keep their tails raised in the air, acting like flags to help keep group members together. Ring-tailed lemurs also have scent glands on their wrists and chest that they use to mark their foraging routes. Males even have a horny spur on each wrist gland that they use to pierce tree branches before scent marking them. During the breeding season, males compete for females by rubbing their tails with their wrist scent gland and then wafting their tails toward their competitor. The winner of this stink fight is then able to mate with the females. Females usually give birth to only one young ring-tailed lemur at a time. 
the baby will initially climb to the mother's belly after birth, and then at about two weeks old will transition and ride on her back. Ring-tailed lemurs are very vocal animals. Researchers have identified at least 28 different calls and alarms, making them one of the most vocal of all primate species. In addition to their vocalizations, ringtails will also utilize facial expressions to communicate with one another. With the exception of the eye-eye, all lemurs' bottom teeth form a special tooth comb structure, which they use for grooming. Ringtails can often be found combing each other's fur. This instinctive behavior is not just hygienic, it also strengthens the social bonds within the group and is known as social grooming. Another familiar sight involving ring-tailed lemurs is a behavior called sun worshiping. The group will gather in an open area of the forest to sunbathe. They sit in what some call a yoga position with their bellies toward the sun and their arms and legs stretched out to the sides. This position allows them to absorb the warmth of the sun through their less dense belly fur. In addition to their time in trees and foraging the ground for food, researchers have now discovered that some ring-tailed lemur groups will often spend each night inside a limestone cave. Over a six-year study, the same group returned each night to the same location. This unique behavior likely provides some safety from potential predators. It is also believed that it provides the lemurs with access to water and nutrients and to help regulate their body temperature during cold or hot weather. While lemurs populate much of the island of Madagascar and have few natural predators, such as the fusa, they face many threats to their survival. Logging and charcoal production has destroyed much of their native habitats. All lemurs also face the human threat of the illegal pet trade. Pet lemurs are actually illegal in Madagascar, and anyone caught removing lemurs from the forest, selling them, or keeping them without a government permit can be fined and sentenced to time in jail. But the laws are difficult to enforce, especially in remote villages where rural poverty is common and law enforcement personnel may be few. Many pet lemurs are captured as babies, separated from their mothers, and sold to local hotels and restaurants to lure tourists who pay to touch the animals and have their photo taken with them, a practice that many people participate in while unknowingly leading the ring-tailed lemur and other lemur species into extinction. To help preserve the world's lemur population and raise awareness of these endangered animals, many accredited zoos such as the Akron Zoo and the Naples Zoo, plus conservation organizations including the Duke Lemur Center, Lemur Love, and the AZA certified Lemur Conservation Foundation all partner to form the Lemur Conservation Network. And on the last Friday of October each year, celebrate World Lemur Day. Discover more amazing wildlife. Visit AmazingWildlifePodcast.com and learn more about the incredible animals found in the world around you. Find complete show notes from each episode and links to the many accredited zoos and aquariums that specialize in the care, research, and education of the many animals featured on our show. Many zoos offer annual family memberships, discounts, and special behind-the-scenes encounters with some of their incredible animal ambassadors. It's an adventure that's great for the whole family. Support your local zoo and discover more amazing wildlife. It's Podville. The family-friendly variety show. I'm your host, Corbin. And I'm your hostess, Julie. Every other Friday, we and our four kids bring you a show packed with... Silly games. Outrageous vintage ads. Wild stories. And catchy original songs. Find us at podville.com. That's P-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Or subscribe wherever fine pods are casted. 
Are you ready for me to stop talking? Always. Both on the ground and in the trees, few animals can keep up with the speed and agility of Madagascar's famous resident primates. Unfortunately for the lemurs, their primary predator has no such difficulty. Said to resemble a small puma both in color and appearance, measuring up to six feet long, including their 30-inch tail and weighing nearly 20 pounds, this animal is Madagascar's largest native carnivorous mammal. It is not a cat, it is not a mongoose, it is the fusa. Legends of fusa have long been a part of the Malagasy culture. Myths once claimed that the fusa would creep into homes and steal babies from their cribs. Another tale said that the mere scent of a fusa would kill poultry. With a slender, long, and muscular torso, the fusa can move swiftly across the ground. With bare foot pads and five semi-retractable claws on each foot, aided by their long tail for balance, they move just as quick among the trees. The fusa, also sometimes pronounced as the fossa or fush, is a unique animal found today mostly in the interior forest regions of Madagascar. Though they do live in a variety of forest types, from rainforest, humid and mountainous ranges, and even spiny desert forests, these various habitats provide plenty of options for their diet. Fusa primarily feed upon the many lemur species on the island, as well as rodents, reptiles, and insects. They are known to consume not just the meat, but also the internal organs of their prey. Unfortunately, in areas near human settlements, Fusa also feed on domestic livestock such as chickens. This has resulted in them being hunted, not only for bushmeat, but as a nuisance animal, where they are often killed indiscriminately. Currently, Fusa are listed as vulnerable, but their numbers are decreasing. As few as 2,500 may remain in the wild. Fusa are active both day and night, though they are less active around midday. In some areas closer to human residents, Fusa tend to be mostly nocturnal. Thought to be a distant relative of the mongoose, they possess a similar shaped head and eyes that appear as orange circles with a vertical slit. Their teeth resemble those of many cats, and their long whiskers, or vibrissae, are similar to those of an otter. Fusa are very nimble and move almost effortlessly among the treetops. They can even move while suspended underneath a tree branch. They possess reversible ankles on each hind foot, which allows them to move both up and down the tree trunks head first, giving them an advantage when they are on the prowl. On the ground, they walk flat-footed on the soles of its feet like a bear. Fusa are capable of covering great distance in their regions, sometimes traveling as much as 16 miles in a day. Males and females will occupy territories defined by scent marking. Male Fusa will often overlap in their home ranges and even sometimes live in small groups and hunt cooperatively for larger prey such as safaka. Several females will often inhabit the same area as a male, though females remain solitary in their range except when caring for young. During breeding season from September to November, a single female will occupy a tree and males will congregate below. Though normally silent, during this time, females will mew to attract males and the males will howl and yowl while competing for the female. Over a one week period, the female will mate with up to six different males. Once this is done, a new female will arrive, replacing the first female to mate with the gathered males. Fusa typically give birth to two to four babies inside a den, which is often a hollowed out tree or empty termite mound. The newborns are born toothless and their eyes remain closed for up to 15 days. The mother is the exclusive caregiver for her offspring who may remain with her for up to 20 months. 
Fusa have no natural predators, but the human conflict and deforestation which continues to destroy their native habitats pose the greatest threat to their survival. It is unknown how long the Fusa may live in the wild, but many have lived up to 20 years in managed care, where accredited zoological facilities continue to ensure that the Fusa continue to thrive for generations to come. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go Family-Friendly Podcast Network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Madagascar is known for its population of lemurs, found nowhere else in the world. While lemurs range in size from 3 inches tall to 3 foot tall, most lemurs are similar in appearance. However, one species is rather unique. Traditional legends among local villagers claimed that the glance or point of this creature meant bad luck, resulting in your ultimate and soon demise. One of the strangest primates on the planet, it is the mischievous Ai. The Ai has a bizarre appearance compared to most lemurs. With large eyes, bat-like ears, rodent-like teeth, wiry long guard hairs and fur, and a long thin middle finger on each hand that resembles that of a skeleton. Despite only weighing around 5 pounds and measuring up to 16 inches long, the I.I. is the largest nocturnal primate in the world. Males and females look relatively identical other than size, males being slightly larger. When threatened or excited, I.I.s will raise their long white guard hairs that cover their body, making them look twice as big and even more haunting. The I.I.'s tail has the longest hairs of any prosimian at over 9 inches, and like many lemur species, their tail is typically longer than their body. Fast and stealthy, these black-furred animals roam the forest at night searching for food. Like other lemurs, they are agile in the trees and quick on the ground. I.I.'s are well equipped to hunt one of their preferred prey, insect grub. The ears of the I.I. are extremely large and movable to assist in locating larvae in wood cavities through a hunting technique known as percussive foraging. Using their elongated clawed fingers and tapping on the branches and logs, I.I.s utilize their excellent hearing to locate insects living within the wood. Some researchers believe, however, percussive foraging may in fact rely more on touch than sounds. The I.I.s possess large front teeth that continue to grow throughout their lifetime a unique ability not seen in other primates. These strong front teeth allow them to puncture small holes in the wood, then using their very long and thin middle finger, which are capable of independent movement from their other fingers, they are able to extract their prey from the inside. I.I.s also eat seeds, fruits, and nuts. Using their rodent-like teeth, they will gnaw at nuts and some hard-shelled fruits and use their finger to scoop the flesh out of coconuts and other fruits. Their specialized middle fingers have a ball and socket joint located at the first knuckle that allows it to move almost 360 degrees. In addition to hunting and grooming, these special digits are also often used when drinking. 
By quickly moving the finger back and forth between their mouth and the liquid, they can acquire liquids not normally accessible by their tongue alone. IIs have been recorded moving their third finger from a food source to their mouth in as quick as three strokes per second. The II is very adaptive despite its specialized food and feeding techniques. This flexibility is why distribution in Madagascar is larger than any other lemur species. Once thought to be rather rare, recent studies have shown, however, that they are located in a number of different regions and habitats across the island, though the total population numbers are smaller than many other lemur species. IIs are found primarily along the east coast and the northern forests. Unlike most lemurs, IIs are not very social and only come together during courtship or when a mother is raising her young. During these interactions, females are considered to be dominant over males. Male II are known to claim a very large home range, sometimes with overlap with other males that may lead to hostile encounters. Females maintain their own non-overlapping home ranges, though it is usually shared with at least one male. II sleep in elaborate tree nests during the day, with different animals possibly using the same nest on different days. With their taste for fruits, they have been known to raid coconut plantations, and they have been observed eating other plantation crops such as mangoes. This activity has created some human conflict, and despite the former myths of being an omen of death, today they are often killed as an agricultural pest. Still, like all lemurs on the island of Madagascar, the greatest threat is loss of habitat due to deforestation. Few accredited facilities around the world are home to the II. Today, these include the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Gardens, the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo, the Denver Zoo, Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium, and the Philadelphia Zoo. The leading center for IIs is the Duke Lemur Center. The only II in human care at the time first arrived there in 1987. The first birth of an II in human care occurred at the Duke Lemur Center in 1992. This historic II was named the Blue Devil. Today, most of the IIs found in zoos around the world are offspring from the original eight animals that call the Duke Lemur Center home. Our mission is to inspire a greater awareness of global wildlife species and the importance of animals in the world's ecosystems. Amazing Wildlife is an independently produced program and is not affiliated with any specific zoological organization or facility. You can support our ongoing broadcast by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app. Join us for more of the world's most fantastic animals on the next Amazing Wildlife. Special thanks to the following organizations for their education, research, and conservation programs that provided information for this episode. Zoo Atlanta, the Central Florida Zoo and Botanical Gardens, the Duke Lemur Center, the Lemur Conservation Foundation, the National Primate Research Center at the University of Wisconsin, Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium, San Diego Zoo Global Library, and the Smithsonian's National Zoo.